Welcome to Spirit Call. I'm your host, Jenny Duranis, psychic, medium, and spiritual guide. In these episodes, I will share my experiences as a professional psychic medium, offer readings, and do my best to answer all of your questions about the afterlife and spirituality. You'll also find channeled messages and insight, spiritual guidance, and more. Whether you're looking for inspiration, validation, or perhaps a little entertainment, I got you covered. Let's do this. Hey everybody, how are you doing tonight? I'm here at Hawk Moon and ready to draw a name for a spirit call tonight. I was actually supposed to have a group reading here tonight, but that got cancelled because of COVID. And because I didn't do any readings today, I thought, why not do a call tonight? It's the craziest thing. I get cranky when I don't do readings. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost as if I have a backup of energy that I need to move along and um, offering readings and helping people and serving the spirit world seems to be the best way to do that. So here I am. Uh, I would like to thank you all for submitting your questions through email and on the Facebook post. I would like to take a minute here before I do the call to answer some of them um, and uh, hopefully give some guidance in that way as well. So Elizabeth emailed me and she had a very simple question. She said, did I make the right decision? Um, Just so everybody knows, I know Elizabeth and I think I know a little bit of what's going on in her life and what she's talking about. So Elizabeth, if you are hearing this, I want to tell you that yes, indeed, you did make the right decision. I feel that you are exactly where you're meant to be and nothing that you have chosen for yourself is a mistake. So please just keep at it, keep moving one foot in front of the other, slow and steady, okay? Tracy emailed me as well uh, and she asked, is my daughter going to get her life in order? So Tracy, usually when somebody is asking about their kids, Uh, I like to respect their privacy, and so what I do in these circumstances is uh, reframe the question into what can you do as a mom to help your daughter with whatever it is that she's going through. So I'm actually shuffling my tarot cards right now, and I'm going to do a quick one-card pull and see what it is that you most need to know and what you can do to help her through what she's going through at the moment. So I'm just gonna give it a little bit more shuffling. Okay, you've got the Five of Swords coming up here, Tracy. So that card comes up when uh, there's bad news or there are the truth is out, where, where it almost seems as though finally you have the truth. Now, um, what I wanna say to you is because we are talking about how can you best help your daughter right now, I would say that she might um, 
she might benefit from hearing what you really think, hearing what, you know, what the truth is. And so if there's something that you are kind of tiptoeing around telling her or you're afraid to hurt her feelings, um, you're afraid to say what you really think or what, you know, what your advice really is, uh, I would say that this card is asking you to do that. But keep in mind, if you feel that you are always expressing your opinions, <laughs> um, this might be a matter of zipping your lips and keeping that to yourself and just being there as more of a quiet supporter rather than uh, really telling her everything that you think and feel. So if, if you've been doing that, cut it out. <laughs> and if you haven't, and you do feel that there's something you need to say, make sure that you do it in a way that doesn't hurt, right? The truth can hurt, but sometimes the way we say it can hurt even more. So I think it's very important that you hear that. And I'm wishing your daughter and you much luck moving forward. Okay, so Jessica emailed and she said, I was wondering if I want to communicate with someone who passed, do I just think about them or do I talk out loud? Also, what kind of signs can I ask for? Jessica, I think you've got it right. Uh, the spirit world, um, the spirit plane is a mental plane. So it's thought based, which means the moment that you think of something, um, you are connected with that. So you're right. Do you just think of them? <clears throat> if you want to communicate with them, yes. They, they hear your thoughts. They hear what you're asking for. They hear if you're asking for signs instantly every single time. And I would even say to you that if you are suddenly thinking of them, it's probably them communicating with you. <laughs> so you know those times when you're washing the dishes, minding your own business, and suddenly you're thinking of your loved one, or you're driving in the car, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, and they just pop into your head, that's probably them saying hello to you. But we always think it's us just randomly thinking of them. So keep that in mind. And um, you, you said, what kind of signs can I ask for? Anything. I think when it comes to receiving signs, it's important to kind of ask yourself, what will you believe? What will you, uh, what do you actually think is possible? Because, you know, sometimes we're looking for these big, extraordinary signs that just knock our socks off, but then we don't actually think that's possible. And so we're almost in, not in a state of receiving that. So if you feel that it's not likely that you'll get a sign, <laughs> I would say ask for something super simple. Um, but if you're like, yes, I know they're there and I know that they can do anything to get my attention, then ask for something big. But you just have to believe that they'll do their best to, to give you that sign. Also keep in mind that a lot of times we are receiving signs and we are just judging them and ripping them apart and coming up with all kinds of ways that they're not actually a sign. So if you've been doing that, stop it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Trust your gut. You'll know when it's a sign by the way you feel when it shows up in your life. Angie 
uh, asked a question on Facebook. She says, hi, Jenny. Thanks for this opportunity. I've been having a lot of spiritual activity around me lately in my home. No one I recognize, but very frequent. I have had these incidents happen a, a very few times in the past, but the last six months have been so often. What is going on with me? Why me? Do spirits always appear as themselves or could it be loved ones in another form? And then she says her friend Melinda is also a believer. Thanks a bunch and thank you for being you. Aw, thank you, Angie. <laughs> this is a great question. And I think if you listened to my last episode about spiritual awakening, a lot of people are feeling it right now. It might just be because you are waking up that it seems to be happening more frequently. Maybe you've had your own spiritual awakening recently or are currently going through one. And so, of course, spiritual experiences would start to show up more strongly. Um, if I tune in psychically to what is going on with you, that's what I think it is. <laughs> so that helps. Why you? I think that you have, um, I'm, I just feel that you are, you're a helper, you're a giver, you're a healer. So why not you, right? Um, do spirits always appear as themselves or could it be loved ones in another form? You got to remember that in the spirit world, we're not floating around as like translucent images of ourselves. We are um, clusters of consciousness with memories intact that can be called up at any time and so when a spirit is connecting with me they are stepping into the form that you would recognize them as so I think if if it's somebody that you know that's wanting to connect with you they would show up in a way that you would recognize them however maybe your loved ones are wanting to communicate with you and they're just kind of walking by and you see a shadow or you can just feel their presence. You know, you don't always have to see them. So like I said, I would say that your loved ones would show up as themselves. If it's not someone you recognize, then it might be somebody else's loved ones. If it's bothering you, you can just say not right now. Um, and you can have boundaries with spirit, just like we should all have boundaries with people. And, um, and have specific times that you're available and other times that you're not. That's my best advice for that. Wendy. Hi, Jenny. I was wondering if you can tell me anything about my mom that has passed away. I feel so lost and guilty. Wendy, I'm so sorry to hear that your mom has passed. I know that she makes me very much aware of um, a pain in her chest, in her heart, and so I don't know if she suffered with something there. But what I can definitely say for you is that she doesn't want you to feel guilty. And this isn't necessarily because I'm only connecting with her. I can say this from experience of doing thousands of readings that the last thing our loved ones want is for us to be feeling guilty about what went on before they passed. So please take this as permission from the spirit world to let that go as best you can and uh, and to work through that as you go along, okay? Natasha asked, are my loved ones watching over me, especially those I was very close to before they passed? 
I have one person in particular that I think about often. Natasha, yes, they absolutely are watching over you. I do very strongly feel a grandmother for you. Just so everybody knows, Natasha was my childhood bestie. <laughs> uh, but we haven't seen each other for a very long time. And um, we don't even live anywhere near each other, do we? So we can't reconnect in person. But I do feel a, a grandmother that would like to say hello to you. I never met your grandmother, I don't think. But that's what it feels like to me. But I can promise you all of your loved ones are around and watching over you 100% and your kids. I've just been told your kids too, <laughs> not just you, the whole family. Alrighty, so that's all I have time for with the questions. I've got to get on to this spirit call. I'm about to call up the winner and I hope she answers her phone. Whew, feeling a little bit nervous as always. Let's see what happens. Hello, is this Ruth? Yes. Hi, Ruth. It's psychic medium Jenny Duranis calling you. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Do you remember entering your name for a free reading? Yes, I did. Okay, well, you won. <laughs> you... Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm very serious. <laughs> Uh, I just drew your name just a minute ago, and here we are. Um, are you free right now for a few minutes? I am. Okay. Uh, if you have 10 or 15 minutes, I would love to see who it is that helped me pick your name tonight and uh, give you a message from Spirit. Does that sound good? Okay. All right, Ruth. I'm so happy I caught you. Um, as I go along, all I need from you to do is just to be open to receive what it is that we're saying. I know I've probably surprised you here and caught you off guard. So let's just take a minute here to ground ourselves and get ready. But, you know, all I really need you to do is just answer me back clearly so that I can hear you. So just yes or no. So I'm just going to take a moment here and I'm going to ground myself, I'm going to open up to the spirit world and see who it is that would like to come forward first to begin the reading. And I will let you know when I have a link here to start. So just give me a sec. Okay, Ruth, I do know that I have a female that steps forward here. This is, this is a woman, I think that you would recognize her. She feels to me to have a very loving and caring personality. I know this to be true. I know that she's also somebody who would, um, uh, it's hard to find words sometimes, but I think she has a strong personality too. <laughs> but I know that she cares very deeply for you and her family. As I, as I allow her to come a little bit more close to me, I'm not sure she was elderly when she passed, but I do feel her to have some age to her. But I'm, I'm wondering if maybe she passed a little bit younger than one would hope. So I do have that feeling with her. She just comes through, I don't know, maybe in her 60s. Um, that's just kind of my gut feeling. But let me keep going with her here and see where we get to with her. I also know that she has a male there in spirit that she wants to bring through as well. So we are going to have more than one coming through for you tonight. So just bear with me as I work through this. I know this woman would have had 
she tells me that she would have had multiple health issues before her passing. She makes me feel as though there were multiple places in her body that were causing her some pain and discomfort. And I think it was kind of a one thing after another with her to do with her health. Does that make sense to you so far, Ruth? Okay. Um, I'm not 100% sure who it might be. Okay, let's just keep going and then we'll make sense of her here. Uh, so, like I said, she makes me aware of having a few key places in her body that, uh, I don't know if this is cancer, but it feels to me as though there's, um, I kind of feel like something that spreads but I also just feel like there's unrelated, so to speak, health conditions with her. I do get pulled to like her lower abdomen area. It seems to be a place where there was a lot going on for her. So does that make sense to you at all, Ruth, with, with a woman that's in spirit there? Lower abdomen. Okay. She, she was about in her mid-60s when she passed. So you got to keep in mind that this might be the person you least expect, okay? You might be thinking family, and we, we aren't there yet. Maybe this is a friend or a co-worker. Um, you got to think everybody that you know that has passed over, okay? So I want to put her 65, 66 when she passes. I want to say that she was a heavier set woman. She had carried a bit of weight. Um, I would say that she must have dyed her hair blonde uh, for a time because I feel her to have um, lighter colored hair but it almost feels dyed blonde does that do you recognize her there's only one person and she was a co-worker okay would she um would you recognize her to have a lot of gold rings <laughs> would she wear a lot of jewelry this co-worker can you think back to her hands? I'm seeing gold rings. And I feel as though, you know how some people just wear like five rings on, on one hand? That's kind of what yeah. I'm seeing with her. So that doesn't make sense to you? No. Isn't that interesting? Okay. So you're feeling as though this could be a co-worker, um, but you're not 100% sure because it just doesn't all click. Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to keep going with her because she's the one that comes through first. <laughs> and um, that doesn't, and like I said, she's got a male there that she wants to bring through too. But, excuse me, uh, I've got somebody who had a, a really upset stomach as well here. So uh, that might be somebody else coming in. I'm not sure, but I suddenly just kind of felt very queasy in my stomach with somebody here. Um, we got to figure out who this woman is. I don't think we're going to be able to get past this until we uh, successfully connect her to where she needs to go, okay? Um, yeah. So would this woman that you're thinking of, of a co-worker, would she have passed about five years ago? No, it was one that long ago, I think it was maybe two. Okay, all right, so under five years. Is there a, a name connected with her? Now, I don't know how well you knew her. Let's just assume for now that it's her. And then if it's not, it's not. Okay. But if, would there be a name connected with her that is similar to my name, Jenny, like J-E? Um, I feel like I want to keep saying my name and I don't know where to put it. I don't think it's her, but I feel like it's somebody that might be connected with her. Does that make sense? 
Okay. Okay. So how well did you know this coworker? Okay, so just kind of in the workplace, you weren't close. All right. Um, this is really interesting that she's coming through first. Uh, are you kind of thinking, why would she come through for me? <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I can tell. And, and I know that she's kind of caught you off guard. And I've caught you off guard calling you up <laughs> out of nowhere. She needs to get a message to somebody whose name sounds like my name. I want, I'm not comfortable saying it's 100% Jenny, but it's like Janine, Jeannie, Jenny, something like that uh, is a name that I keep hearing. So as strange as this is, you're going to need to write this down or remember this. And if there's any way that you can, I don't know, get on Facebook, find her family members, she needs to say hello to that person. I feel that very strongly. That is her reason for jumping in here first thing in your reading oh isn't it funny how there's probably so many other people that you know well and would love to hear from and here it is your your co-worker that you didn't know all that well but I I do feel that's her connection to you my gut tells me that that's right although at the beginning I felt like she must have really known you well because I do have the sense that she is fond of you you must have been friendly to each other at least because yeah, she comes through very loving and kind, like I said. So um, I, I just need to give you that. I feel satisfied with her now that we can move on to whoever this man is that's here as well. And, um, and maybe she'll come back and give us a little bit more information in a bit. But I feel pretty confident that she needs to get this. It feels like maybe her daughter or granddaughter or somebody younger than her, like Jenny, Janine, Jeannie, something like that. Okay she needs to say hello to. I want to, let's, let's take a sec here and I want to figure out where this kind of queasiness in my stomach is coming from because uh, I think that that's where I'm supposed to go next. So Ruth, would you um, feel like I really need to, to get this right before I start speaking. I know that I have a man here that would like to connect with you. I'm not sure his relationship to you just yet, but would you have a man in spirit who you would remember having a mustache? Yes. Okay. And would he um, also have been going bald at a time uh, near the end? Yes. of? Okay. Cause I've got, I've got it. It feels like bald and mustache with him. And I know with him, he's a very quiet man. He's a very serious. I know he's got a good sense of humor in life, but he feels to me like, um, almost like he is so funny. This is happening so much lately, almost as if he wouldn't have believed in this kind of stuff, or if this wouldn't have been his kind of his thing. But I know that he's really making an effort here to connect with you. I feel him to have passed a bit younger as well. He doesn't seem like somebody who gets up there in age. I want to put him a bit younger as well. Um, but I don't have an age just yet. I know with this man, it seems to me, yeah, he's more about your age. Does, does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't. Okay. So mustache and bald makes sense to you. Yes. Mustache okay. and bald. Was he your age when he passed? No. Okay. 
I don't know why I'm getting the age thing. It might be it might be the relationship to you that I'm supposed to get. Have you got a husband or a brother in spirit? Ex-husband. Okay, that's why I'm feeling him your age-ish. Um, and to the side of you. When I feel somebody to the side of you, uh, that that's what I meant by your age. Okay, <laughs> just so you know. Um, yeah. Now, does he fit the mustache and bald or is that somebody else? Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Would you like to hear from your ex-husband? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> you know what? This happens a lot where we are just warming up to getting to the person that you really want to hear from. So I just trust the process. Okay. This happens all the time. <laughs> okay. Your ex-husband here. Um, I know that he, uh, like I said, I feel him to be very quiet, not somebody who would have been like expressive of the way he felt. I feel like he was, um, I don't know, at times maybe, maybe when he did speak, it wasn't always the nicest, but I feel, yeah, there seems to be this sense of when he was here, it was like, didn't have much to say, but when he did, it wasn't something nice. Does that make sense to you? Okay. I'm, I, he, there's no other way to say it. I just feel like he, he could cut with his words. And I know that he, you know, he, what he tells me here now, Ruth, is he had a lot of bottled up pain from somewhere else that has nothing to do with you. And I, and I believe that you already know this. I don't think that that's a surprise to you, but he makes me very much aware of, he had, I don't know, trauma, pain, unresolved issues that he tried very, very hard to just like stuff down. I feel like this when he was here that he just avoid, 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 but then that's how it would come out, right? In shortness, in frustration, in anger. Does that make sense to you, Ruth? Yeah. He wishes to apologize to you for that. He wishes to tell you that it was never about you. It was him. And, and I, again, I, I know, you know, this, you know, this already, but he, um, he needs to make it right from where he is. You weren't in contact with him near the end of his life, correct? You were separated and not in touch. Correct. Yeah. He makes me feel like there wasn't any contact. There was no, like you were, you moved on. I even feel like you moved apart from each other, like physically distant, like apart from each other. Um, I just feel like he's not near you at the end of his life. And so he never got to say these things to you in person. He really wants to come through and say this to you. So, you know, maybe you're thinking, I don't give a shit. I don't need to hear from you. Um, cause I feel like I want to call him an asshole, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's important. And this is my job as a medium is to serve both worlds. And so, you know, maybe you don't want to hear from him, but it's important that he says it. Okay. And I think down the road, you're going to find some healing from this. Even if right now you're like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to hear from you. He, do you have children with this man? Okay. I know very much that he needs to say hello to your children. Feels like his children as well. And, um, I think that they also didn't have touch with him. Is that correct? Did they lose touch with your husband, your ex-husband? Yeah, because I feel like he's been alienated or he's not. Well, I think he alienated himself like he 
he left, he went away, he was removed and, and nobody seems to make an effort to, to be in touch. And so he needs to say hello to everybody, um, his children and you and apologize for that. Uh, does he go on to have another family? Okay. Cause I feel like, I, I feel like his children with you see this, uh, and that's a painful, a painful spot for them because he, he could be out of their lives, but over here in somebody else's lives. Does that make sense? Okay. So, but he had another family. Yeah. Like stepchildren or whatever. I just feel as though he, he just moves on to a different family and, and that's it. Then nobody hears from him again and there's no efforts made to stay in touch. And so he apologizes for that. He understands now that he could have tried harder is what he says. I could have tried harder, but I don't think anyone wanted to hear from him. <laughs> like, I don't, I feel as though he could have tried harder, but it wouldn't have worked anyway, he says, because no one wanted to hear from him. It wasn't like he's gone and we wish he was here. It was, we're happy he's gone. Um, so he recognizes all of that. He, you know, from his place there in spirit, he's just wishing to reconcile and let you know that now where he is, he has a higher perspective and he can see where he's done wrong. Um, he can see where he's hurt people deeply. And I feel as though he hurt many people in his life, not just you. So all the while that I'm connecting with your ex-husband, I know that I have another person here edging their way into my awareness. So I would like to take a moment to open up to that person and see where we can get here for you to somebody that you want to hear from. <laughs> um, so just give me a sec. Okay. Who's this over here? I've got somebody coming in who has a really good sense of humor, Ruth. I've got somebody here who just wants to yell out your name and be like, it's me. <laughs> um, so I know I've got a good sense of humor. I feel that this is a woman in spirit. This is a female that wants to come through for you. Ruth, is your mom in spirit? No. No? Okay. Could it, maybe it's, maybe it's her mom, a grandmother. Uh, did you get to spend time with your grandmother? Okay. Not a lot. Okay. All right. I could be, I could be wrong about her connection to you, but I've kind of wanted to go to your mom or your mom's side of the family. So just bear with me as I uh, connect more strongly with her as I bring her close. Uh, I also, you know what? I have um, another, another male here too. Um, okay. Yeah. I got to put her on pause for a sec. Because I just, I keep having references. Now, I don't know if this is your ex-husband or somebody else, but is there somebody in spirit who would take responsibility for their passing? Not in the suicide no. Right. I'm, I don't mean suicide. I mean as if they feel responsible um, for putting themselves in a situation. So this can be uh, not looking after themselves or making a decision that leads to their passing. Does that make sense to you? Okay. And is that a male? Okay. Now, um, this is, yes. Okay. And would that, would that male, okay, just give me a sec. I'm really, I really have to separate because I've got four of, of your people here all kind of in my mind at once. So I want to make sure that I'm going one at a time with them. Um, 
where is he? I know that he's here and he's made a few attempts to connect. Um, but it's almost as if I need to pull him closer. I feel that there's a sudden passing with him. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And as, as I connect with him here, I want to say that I was surprised at my passing too. There's a sense of, of catching him off guard. There's a sudden passing. And I want to say that, um, it was very, very quick. Um, I'm not sure yet the full picture with this, but he's making me very much aware that you need to hear that his passing was very quick and it wasn't painful. There was no pain. Okay. Um, I also know here with him, he just keeps taking off a hat. I don't know. Is there, a, do you understand the hat? Okay. He just keeps wanting to give you a hat. <laughs> keeps taking it off of his head to give to you. And he's got a wonderful smile, Ruth. You should see, I just wish you could see his beaming smile. I know you have this smile in your memory of him. Oh, he's such a bright, shining, loving, beaming soul who is with you every day. You need to know this. It's important that you hear this. He's telling me, make sure she knows. Make sure she knows that I'm happy and well. Um, he says, make sure she knows that I'm, it, there's something about somebody writing something for him or about him. Do you understand that? It, he wants to give me like a book with writing in it. So there's, you understand that? Okay. Uh, he says, I hear these words. Thank you. Um, he tells me that, <sighs> was there somebody else with him at the time of his passing? Yes. Okay. I'm not sure where that person is yet, but I know I need to reference somebody else being there with him. Now, does he pass and that person doesn't? Or do they both pass? Just him. Just him. Okay, I was right the first time. Because I feel as though there's another person there around that time, and that person is still here, and he needs to say hello to that person. I know that that person carries a lot of guilt and pain over his passing. You understand that? Okay, now please pass that message along, okay? I also want to say that I see there's something to do with, like, a, do a dog. Um, uh, is there a... Uh, I don't quite understand this, but I almost feel like I have, like, a dog figurine or, like, a ceramic dog statue type thing. Do you know what that might be? Because I've... You know what it reminds me of is, like, a door stop. You know those dogs that you put in front of the door to keep it from shutting. Yeah. It's similar to that, but it's like a shiny ceramic looking little pet. I don't, I really don't understand this. I feel like this might be something currently in your house or in that person's house that we were just talking about. It feels like a current thing. Okay. So just remember I've said this and, and see where that comes up. Cause I feel like you're going to make sense of that. Uh, I know here as well that I need to tell you that there's, it was this person into sports. I've got a sports jersey or sports clothing that I want to give you as well. I want to I want I want to celebrate this. And then was there like was there something with a signature on it, like a jersey with a signature on the back? Like do people do that? I don't know. I'm not into sports, but I, I've got something signed. It feels like it's a sports thing, and it has a signature on it. Can you understand that, Ruth? I don't understand that. Okay. I mean, 
find any okay. other than his card. Okay. Could there be somebody else that would have signed, like another sports person? It feels like it might be somebody else's, like a famous person's signature. That's what I'm talking about here. So just remember that I've said that. Okay. Um, Ruth. Okay. I'm really trying hard to get his relationship to you. He's younger than you, correct? Is this son? He feels like your son. My goodness, Ruth, I'm so sorry. He just, I just feel this mother-son relationship, and I just want to say, Mom, I'm okay. Mom, I'm okay. I can't say it enough, the beautiful smile that I see on his face. And I know that that doesn't make it better. I know that that doesn't change anything for you here, not having him here. But he just keeps showing me over and over again, tell her I'm happy. Tell her I'm okay. Tell her I'm safe. He's got his grandfather there with him. He wants you to know that. He says, I'm with grandpa. Um, I'm not sure where. So that would be one, that would be one of your parents or father-in-law. Um, just give me a sec here. They, are, they laugh a lot. They were close in life, correct? They were really close because when they know, oh my gosh, they're close in spirit because when they come together, they're laughing, they're having a good time. They know each other well. So you need to know that as well, that he's been looked after by um, his older relatives. And then he also makes me, oh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to get from this, but I got to say it. Do you know when, do you know, it feels like a, a photo of somebody that's been turned into a drawing. Do you understand that where you put it on the computer and then and then it makes like a sketch out of the photo? Um, I, I know what that is. But... That's just that's the only way I can explain it, but you have an idea of what that is? Yeah. Okay, cuz he's showing me this picture but it feels like a sketch rather than a photo, but it might be a sketch of a photo or something like that, but I've got like a a sketch or a drawing um of a person here. And I also know that, okay, um, Ruth, after your son passes, he makes me aware of you going into what I would call his bedroom. I feel as though you're going through his belongings um, and, and finding things that you didn't know about him. Does that make sense? I mean... No, because I wasn't able to go through it. Okay. It feels to me as though there's information about him after he passes that you learn. So, so I don't know if somebody else got to go through his belongings and then information was found, but here's what, here's what I'm seeing. Okay. I'm just going to give it to you how I'm getting it. I'm seeing as if you were to go into a bedroom and open a drawer and find things in this drawer that you didn't know about him that didn't um it, it just feels like very personal stuff and um and it kind of perplexes you like makes you think oh what is that about so if we take the element of that and you know obviously it wasn't you going into his room because you you've said you didn't get the chance to do that is there somebody else that would have done that or was there information given to you that would make sense like that. His wife would have gone through all his personal stuff. Okay. That might be a message for her. I, I really think that might be a message for her that 
he might, she might've found, um, you know, a, a note in a drawer or something that just, she just still wonders about. And I know that he needs to say that he sees that and that he's aware of this questioning that somebody might have. It's nothing bad. It's nothing like, it's not a big deal, but I think that there's just, maybe he wrote a note or there was something, it feels like where he would have written something down and she doesn't know what it means. Okay. So are you still in touch with his wife? Okay. It's hard. Okay. Uh, if there's ever a time that you can give that message to her, please do. Because he makes me aware of, of just her wondering and wondering and feeling as though she's never going to have the answer to this. Um, I don't have the answer either, <laughs> but I, I need her, I need her to know that he sees that. Uh, it might be too personal for us to have recorded on a podcast. So we're just going to leave that be. Um, I go back to your son here. He makes me like, again, he says, mom, it's time to, to go back to sleeping. I, I feel as though you're not sleeping. He says that you've, you've had very, a lot of sleepless nights since he's passed and he wants you to uh, get the rest that you need. He says that you're just like on overdrive where you just, your mind never stops and you're just always go, go, go. Do you understand that? He says, mom, take care of yourself. It's time to slow down. It's time to rest. It's time to look after yourself. Um, he makes me feel like a lot of this is to do with his passing because I know that you feel that a big, a big chunk of your heart was lost the day that your son passed. But he says, you need to, you need to put that back as best you can and look after yourself. He's, he's okay. He's gonna, you're gonna see him again. He says, you're gonna see me again. Um, and I would, I would, I was going to say this must be many years from now when your time comes, but actually I think it's going to be before that, where he shows up for you. Uh, do you, do you, um, do you have like strange, uh, feelings when you're looking in the mirror? Is there like, um, you almost feel like somebody walks by a mirror in your house? Yes. Okay. He's saying, you're going to see me there. <laughs> I'm so happy that makes sense to you because he just shows me the mirror and he says, you're going to see me before then but we will be reconnected. Um, and I love you. I love you. I love you. Is there like a Terry or a Teresa or a name like that, that he would reference? Okay. Just remember, I've said that it might just be the T part, uh, like the T E or the T E R, but that's about the, the kind of name that I'm hearing. Okay. So just remember that I've said that, but um, Ruth, I, I do feel him stepping back here. I know that he feels he said what he wants you to hear, you know, just that piece of he's okay. He's a bright shining light there in the spirit world. And he just wants to see you happy and looking after yourself. Oh, he's reminding me that he had a way of making things happen in life. He must've been like that, just that kind of guy where strange stuff happened anyway. It's like, he, he makes me feel like he was lucky or, or, you know, there was times where he was in the right place at the right time and things just worked out. And he really makes me feel like tonight was one of those nights as well. You know, he wants to say, um, this was like, it's like magic. <laughs> He's just so happy that this worked. I, I feel him very, uh, excited and relieved that we were able to make this work tonight. 
after going through your coworker and your ex-husband. <laughs> I'm so happy we got got to your son because I could tell that we we really needed to get to the right person. Now, um, I, I do feel that we need to end the call here, but uh, we didn't come back to the other woman that I was connecting with. I'm not sure who that was. She must have somehow just gotten my attention. I really feel to be able to make room for your son. So I think we'll leave it at that. And um, Ruth, thank you so much for taking this call tonight. I'm so happy we were able to connect. I'm so happy. I'm so, so happy. Oh, you're welcome. What, it, uh, my goodness, I can't, I just, I'm very, um, I don't know what the word is, but when I say that he has the biggest smile and, and is such a bright shining light, those words don't even compare to how I wish I could be saying it. Um, I it. Yeah, I think you know, you know better than I do. Um, I yeah. so happy I decided to do this tonight. I stopped the recording so that I could chat a little longer with Ruth. I just didn't feel like I could let her go. And she expressed her gratitude for receiving this reading tonight and mentioned that she's had a really rough time the last four years since her son passed. Isn't it interesting that we had Ruth's co-worker and her ex-husband come through first? And, you know, I have to say this happens quite often. It's almost as if they know that they need to get us warmed up and set the stage for the most important person in the spirit world to come through. And that's what I felt happened here tonight. We had a, a friend from work, an ex-husband that I'm sure she <laughs> didn't really need to hear from, but there was some healing there for him. And very briefly, another woman who might have been a grandmother, I'm not sure, um, but she brought in Ruth's son. And I'm just so happy we were able to do that. All right, guys, that's it for now. Thanks for listening.